folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. To the left, to the left. And Tim Kalbakis. Everything you own in a box to the left. Oh, yeah, he did it. It was worth it. <laughs> Yay. He's blushing now. I feel gross. I, I feel like... I feel like a fucking pawn in Mike's uh, <laughs> that chess was, game. Well, no, because you didn't really go with it. You didn't seem excited. You were like, oh, got to do this thing. So I that, wasn't. I was, I'm fucking miserable. He feels compromised. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going to make that mistake ever again to try to include you into this fun, fun event. <laughs> well, my problem is that my usual question remains unanswered. You're like, I'm sitting here and I don't know what is up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The audience members at home are like, not much. I'm sitting here. I'm listening or I'm on the train. <laughs> You don't know. We don't know. Maybe next week. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Maybe next week they can answer. <laughs> There's always next week. For this week mm-hmm. and next week, or last week. Wait. Huh? Huh? Duddy, how you feeling? Yeah, you've, you've got COVID. I did. You know what? Cleared it. Really? Hey, your, your neg? Well, here's the, th- here's the thing. They said- You better I was, not so neg like, us. No, no, I, I would never do that. Unless you want to fuck us. Because <laughs> <laughs> it'll work on us. I said, so when do I get tested? And they were like, oh, well, there's no point in getting tested. You'll be positive again. Oh. And I said, hey, what about the 10 days? <laughs> you said 10. <laughs> you said 10 days. You go back in your word? <laughs> and uh, they were like, no, your body is shedding dead virus for like the foreseeable future. Oh. So, so you're not contagious, but you test positive. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear about me shedding. But do, do you feel good? Like, do you don't think you have long COVID where your, your lungs are going to be weird for the rest Tim, of your life? how do I look? <laughs> I mean, you're glowing. You got a, you got a dimply smile. Yeah, it looks, like you, it looks like you just met a new lover. <laughs> <laughs> someone you, someone who makes your world, who hangs the moon for you, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I got a bit of a rasp. <laughs> I think it was a rash. <laughs> oh. He's right back into the old Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Rashy ass Jeff. (laughs) No, I feel good. I'm back, baby. Good to hear it. You smelling and tasting? Smelling and tasting. Oh, baby. Good, because you're going to be, we have a tasty drink today and you'll be tasting it. Yeah. That's good. Noise. Unlike the yellow bird, which tasted like nothing. Mm, to you, it tasted like nothing. I, I was sitting high atop the yellow bird tree. On that <laughs> right. I remember that being no. atop the yellow bird tree. <laughs> Mike, have you, have you been, taken any climbs up the yellow bird tree since last week? <laughs> My man, I haven't been down. <laughs> up in the nest. <laughs> I'm yeah. nesting for the summer, rest of the summer in um, the yellow bird tree. That cocktail instantly made it into my repertoire I, I, I've, I've been drinking them. I, I drink them all week. I love it. It's an that's, easy that's one to keeper. make. It's easy. You know I got to get through that Galliano bottle. Yeah. And I like go. it. And I'm using my coupe glasses and it makes me feel refined. <laughs> Did you give one to Jessica? Yeah, she liked it too. At least she told me to. But you Damn, never know. Wife approved. Wait, <laughs> what is it again? It's lime juice, rum, and the Galliano. Is that it? And don't and forget, triple sec. Triple sec. Triple sec. sec. Okay. I'm on it. I'll, go, I'll make one. Okay, bye. <laughs> I thought you were in the tree, man. What happened? <laughs> yeah, I was lying about that. All right. Well, what do we got going on today? Well, Tim, you probably looking at Tim. He looks a little uh, tired, a little worn out. He just <laughs> spent a little time in New York City with me. Oh, I got to say, that city... 
There's very little slumbering going on. It's in crazy. That city. <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> over here. Not People too many z- z- logs being sawed. No, no, no. The the sleeping caps go unused throughout the night, let's say. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. city that doesn't use its sleeping caps is what they should say. <laughs> sleeping caps intact here <laughs> yeah. in this Knickerbocker area. <laughs> yes, I... Um, uh, you know, early in the summer, all I did on this show was talk about this trip I was taking. I went to Cape Cod, had a blast, had some Cape Codders. Then I went down oh, to did? New York and I had said, well, I'm, when I'm there, I wanted to be the ultimate, the city's ultimate VIP. Mm, right, right. Did that work out for you? <laughs> kind of. Yeah, actually. Uh, and, and, and Hanford made it happen because everybody who listens to this podcast knows I like to refer to him as celebrity bartender Jack Schramm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't call mm-hmm. himself celebrity. In fact, Mike, you, <laughs> yeah, I think you were sincerely calling him that. But he's just a wonderful man who knows a lot about cocktails, and he's from the the streaming cocktail classes. Uh, there's a company called Gush, and he he has solid wiggles. The the fancy mm-hmm. alcohol mm-hmm. Jello the molds. Jello shot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so before before my arrival, Hanford emailed Jack and said, "Hey, Jack." Tim and Jessica are coming to town. What do you say you take us out? What do you got lined up for us? <laughs> what do you say you take us out on a, on the town and give us a night we'll never forget? <laughs> and his initial email back was no. And then I reminded him, ah, ah you said you would. You must. Um, <laughs> you we guilted him into it. And um, and he really did. This this was uh, during my week in New York. New York, this was the, the crown jewel. Yeah. And... Mm. Um, Jack is a fantastic guy, very plugged into the restaurant and bar industry. So he, he curated a little night for us and we had cocktails at a lot of bars. I've always wanted to go to always read about and, and, and the cool thing, it, he, he got us some reservations that are hard to get. He, so, you know, we'd be on the way to a bar. He'd text ahead to a friend mm-hmm. that worked Ooh. there. So we'd get some stools set aside. Ooh, yeah. It did was you cool. ever, did you ever enter through the kitchen? Um, no. I tried and I got my little ass beat. Ooh, Jack. <laughs> Five bars in a row, my little ass black and blue. Some of our food <laughs> came came from the kitchen, so that was as close yeah. as we got. Oh. Yes, yes. Uh, That's what you want. When I ordered, yeah, I ordered from the waiter. And I said, could you just take my phone here? I'm going to put it on, a, on video mode and just put it on the plate and walk it out. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to see it a little bit that way. Uh, no, he, he it was really cool. Jack was uh, informative about everything and... Uh, Geez, he put up with our bullshit all night. Because mm-hmm. our bullshit was He's a both, good man. We, you know, we're, we're drinking and, and we're getting drunk and we're having fun. But then I'd also be like, hey, Jack, uh, how do you infuse vodka? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, we got some tapes on the whole night. We took a little recording of each place we stopped. Let's hear Ooh. it. Let's hear this it. is like in, insomniac. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the first place we stopped was PDT. Please don't tell. A little speakeasy on the Lower Ooh. East Side. Here we go. Okay, we are live here. Don't just keep, just go on, <laughs> go along with your regular day. We're here, we got, me and Tim are here, we got Jessica in the mix, and Jack Schramm, famous, what'd you say, famous, famous mixologist? <laughs> I think you're, fa- you're famous to me, the Schrammer. Okay, Jessica's ordering another drink. She had the Paddington before. Uh, Jessica had the Paddington, Tim had the, Tim and I had the Benton, Old fashioned. And Jack, what did you have? I had the shark. The shark. It is a green drink. It's a good these are all good drinks. We had hot dogs, 
My hot dog had cilantro in it. Some of the cilantro is now in my shoe, which I need to deal with. But Jack has been nice enough. He's going to take us on a, a tour of, what, a five bars we're going to? This? Five bars. Five bars. Cool spots where it, uh, please don't tell right now, which is kind of a secret spot. This is our first stop, and I got to tell you, I've done, I did the math here, Jack, and we are going to get... We were getting messed up tonight. That's, that's true. That was all yeah, part of the plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I'm keeping a close eye on my wallet. Tim, what do you think? I'm I, I'm <laughs> loving this old fashioned. It tastes like smoky pork, and I'm in heaven. It's a it's a uh, bourbon that is distilled with bacon. Am I saying? Am I? The process is called fat washing, where they render the fat out of the bacon, mix it into the bourbon, and then let that sit for a few hours. Oh. Freeze it, the whole mixture, and then strain off the the frozen bacon solids. So just the bacon infused bourbon is left behind. It's great. It's there's a real like a genuine smokiness to it. And we had some fantastic pina coladas with fernet on the top. Those were unbelievable. Yeah, those are great. Unbelievable. Folks, we'll check back in later. See ya. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, that was good. The, the the thing I had forgotten about was the pina colada with a fernet. It's a good mixture. Do yes, that Jeffy, at home. This, yeah. this felt very VIP because it was little pina coladas in like little cocktail gl- stemmed cocktail glasses and then they topped them with fernet so it was fancy oh, as fuck in there free fancy. most importantly free <laughs> see a mouth breather like me wants a big pina yeah a, a, you're saying that in, fernet on top. <laughs> in the city the elites drink little tiny yeah. pinas <laughs> the elites drink thimblefuls of everything yeah uh, so after so, that we now, headed on over oh go ahead Jeff. Well, now as an objective listener yeah, yeah. To listening to what I just heard, mm-hmm. that's the first stop of the night. Well, that was the technically that could the have second. Been, we stopped okay, at a, a dive okay. bar, sort of just a meet up first. I was gonna say that sounded pretty fun, pretty loose. Could have been the climax <laughs> of the night. <laughs> yeah, for some for some regular. Well, well folks. we had we had some beers in us from a dive bar that we convened at, and then uh, uh, you know, we were also uh, Jeff. You know, we were we were lulled into the vibe because. PDT is kind of the the speakeasy that started the speakeasy like resurgence. So you're mm. kind of you walk through a hot dog place and then you walk through the telephone booth and you feel like you're in a different world. So we kind of we were kind of ready sucker to start for that sucking shit. them back. Yeah. yeah, there's there's so much. There's a ton of those in L.A. and I love them all. Yeah, yeah. I know those, those hot dogs. That was a cool add on. Yep, a speakeasy with some hot dogs. Criff dogs. I think they're like deep fried. They're fantastic. Ooh. Where do we go next? Then we made our way on over to Death & Co. Oh, yes. Ooh, now this has come up before. This what, is f- what's the deal with this? A famous one. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss it here in the clip. Oh, my God. All right. We are uh, stop two of the... No, stop three of the Shram Tour. The first one was kind of a, a dive bar that we started out. Just to wet the, wet the whistle, so to speak. Exactly. And now we're at uh, <laughs> Death & Co., the inventor of the... Uh, uh, naked and Famous. ...came yes. out of this place. It's very cool. It's uh, also very speakeasy. It's very dark. Very I like the lit up bar in the back. <laughs> this this place has cool names for these drinks. I like them. Jack, you ever uh, do you have you ever named a drink? Yeah, I've named quite a few drinks. What what's there, what are some of your hits uh, that you think? Of? Uh, a, a personal hit was the Portfolio. Mm. One of my cocktails of all time. Okay. The uh, helicopter. Ooh, I like you that. can tell that I like multi-syllabic yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. kind of more of my vibe. Yeah. You know what I if you were here's a good idea. Have you ever had a, a Alabama slammer? Is that a Yes. That's a shot, right? Yeah. You gotta come up with something called the uh, Alabama Shrammer. 
so I had a drink that was named after me at another bar called Mr. Paradise that they used to have a drink called the Tram Slammer. <laughs> that was a uh, bacon fat washed date infused mezcal. I like yeah. that. All right, well, Alabama Schrammer's good too. All right, well, we're, we're getting along here. We're doing all right. See you, see you at the next one. Hey, I got a round of Bud Lights coming up. Uh, ooh, I think they'd kick it. They would knock our heads onto this bar right here and leave it a bloody brainy mess. That's what. That's a. Uh, I wish it was brainier, but not. Yeah, really. I know. We, we could do it with a few more book readings on our part. <laughs> Tutu, tattoo. Miss you, Jeff. Wish you were here. <laughs> what was that cackle? That was. Well, that sounded you know, facetious. I'm, I'm having a little fun, but we did miss you. <laughs> Um, hey, uh, I like the uh, the name Mr. Paradise. That's very uh, absurdly self-confident. Yeah, we, we were going <laughs> to yeah. go, but there was like a water problem or something. Their water so they was just, shut down. They shut down for like the night or till like seven o'clock or something. Um, hey, the, the other thing I learned about Death & Co. from that audio is they shake the shit out of those drinks. Oh, man. They really do. It's a real show watching them make. You, you're, I kept saying that it felt like they were making us a meal because you read your drink like they, they write a new menu like all the time and you read your drink and it has so many ingredients and you watch them make it and they serve it to you and you're like, yeah, this is worth the 24 bucks or whatever. Cause you just like made me a meal. And a lot of them are savory and really complex. Mm-hmm. And then the highlight for me was drinking drinks like that and talking to Jessica about them. And then I kind of lean over to hear what, <laughs> what Hanford was saying <laughs> to Jack and yeah. Mike would be saying like, you know, Jack, I love it. You know, I love just taking a real good drink. You know what a drink is good? Yeah, you know, yeah, if it's not so good, I don't like that as much, Jack. If, it, if it's not good, good, that's bad for me. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he uh, entertained me, uh, entertained my <laughs> idiocy for the whole night. Uh, the thing, the thing that I got at this bar, which kind of uh, followed through for the rest of the night, was like how interesting the drinks were. It was all everything we tasted because we all swapped drinks and stuff. It all tasted or reminded me of um, the Trinidad Sour. Not in the taste, but just in Ooh, like the, oh my God, complexity. This is yeah. weird taste They're, coming at all angles. They were event drinks. They didn't just do yeah. the thing where it's like a craft cocktail where they take one you know and they swap out one ingredient and give it a cute name. These, this yeah. was very inspiring. It was inspiring <laughs> and inspired. And I think I got something else after that one, but I forget what it was, but I do remember it was 30 bucks. Yeesh. Michael. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Then we made our way on over to uh, Attaboy. Okay, uh, what is up? We we just left uh, Death and Co. and we're walking over to Attaboy. And Mike, what did you just do? I pulled out a stogie. I'm doing <laughs> stogie night. This guy, without a word, lights up a stogie. We look at him. Uh, we got Tony Susprexo over I, here. I shouldn't. It shouldn't be without a word all the time. This is just my thing now. I do stogies. That's his thing. He does stogies, folks. You heard it here first. Um, we're off to get a few more cocktails. That's your thing. I pulled a stogie up. I, I like to do that to, as a joke. I took a puff of it and I threw it away. I was, I was done. <laughs> but I, I hung back from everyone and lit it up and then said, you know, like, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, what? And then so they all turn around and see that I had a cigar. <laughs> it worked. I was uh, agog when I saw it. It's you. a funny trick. Nobody expects you to have a cigar in your mouth. Yeah, and you can you can get the you can get the laugh for what five or six bucks. Yeah. <laughs> no, you gotta get a use a new macanudo every time. This was a this was a uh, like a golden tan or something like that with like the the holder at the end, like the wooden holder at the end, a little <laughs> thin one. I don't know what it was. Noise. 
Uh, and then you guys went to Attaboy, right? That's right. Yes. And I'd been very pumped for this because Attaboy is very famous and it's in the location that had been Milk and Honey, a very like seminal oh, bar. Even I've heard of that. Yeah. So uh, hit the clip. Okay, folks. We're here. Yeah, it's like a morning show now. Well, it is the morning. Just kidding. We haven't been out that long. We're at Attaboy, and we got... Oh, this is a cool place. It's a nice, thin little spot. You know, you want those... You want... Thi- thin is it. You want to get a thin... You want to get a thin bar going. Jack, bring us the thinnest places you can. We don't want those big old fat bars. Only thin bars. See, I got the gin and sin. You got gin. You got dry vermouth. You got... Apricot? Yes, an absinthe. An absinthe. It was an absinthe uh, ritz. Yes. You can't say that. Absinthe rinth. It's impossible <laughs> to say. Tim, what do you got there? I got a penicillin at the motherfucking place where it's invented. Oh, that's insane. Yes. The original, right here. You there. hear that, Dutton? Your favorite drink is right where you... <laughs> Suck it, Dutton! Whoa! Where is Jeff drink? Uh, mess hall, right? Jeff sucks him back. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't separate him. I was gonna say, but I feel like Jack is the new Dutton. Yeah, you might be out, Jeff. Now Jack's got two drinks. This guy, you're, well, you're, you're a little out of your mind. Am I right? Absolutely. Here we go. We'll do, we'll do first sips. Bottoms up. Cheers! 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 Wow! 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 Yeah, the spice is nice. Very good. Well, we're going to get down to business here. Jeff, we miss you so much. I miss the hell out of you. I wish you were here. We really want you here. I, I just is like... Be emotionally available. You'd love it here. When you come to New York next, you'll go out with Jack alone. I can't do this again. This is too much for me. This guys he's actually a madman. I think he's a mad scientist. Uh, God, brother, I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's now we're we talking. Right? Real de- yeah, we keep those drinks flowing. It was got yeah, real. The night turned dark there, and we all had to like <laughs> hold Hanford up. He was crying. <laughs> Where's <That> Jeff? Did Jessica do my boy? My boy, my beautiful boy, <laughs> my beautiful boy would drink here with me. <laughs> if he were here, if he, he were here, he'd oh. drink right. He'd drink you all under the table. He would. Were he here? Were he- uh, did Jessica do? Martinis at each stop or just the last two? Um, martini-esque drinks. Yeah. Like a different variety. And that's why she had to go home early because yeah. the, the <laughs> yeah. martinis there. I, I was kind of having some sweet drinks and mixing it up. And she said, martini, 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 good night. Get me good in night. Yeah, Uber. Probably a smart move to be yeah. done on those. Uh, but we, we the, the three of us, went on one more to this really cool place called Katana Kitten. Play it up. Back here, <laughs> <laughs> ah! Jeff. You gotta get a plane ticket to this place, man. It's wild. All right, well, J- Jack, tell us where we are. All right, we're at we're at Katana Kid, one of my favorite bars in the world. This is best vibe in the city. Very cool vibe here. Yeah, actually, Je- Jeff, you would love this place. Ooh, that's good. Oh, beautiful. The food's here. Oh, we got so calamari too. Wow. Yes. Ooh. Oh, wow. We got so much food and drinks in front of us. We'll see you later. A smorgasbord. Yeah, that was good food. That the curry sauce, dipping stuff in curry sauce, was good. Good. And this place, uh, Katana Kitten, was this fun vibe where uh, Jeff, you'd love it because they 
the owner like just like goes to like Japanese toy stores and buys toys. So you'd order a drink and there would be like a toy that coincides with, you know, like, <laughs> like a get, happy meal. You know, like, yeah, well, no, just cause it just sits in front of you. Like you'd get a high, a certain type of highball and then he'd put a little like mechanical bird in front of you. And yeah. while you drink that drink, <laughs> like this little bird is pecking at the table and then you'd finish your drink and he'd like take the bird off. <laughs> like, it, was, it was just it, like a little event. It was weird. And, and, Dang, and cool. because yeah, we fun. were there with Jack, they gave us a, like a round of uh, Mount Gay rum shots and there was a little a toy for that. And then uh, when, <laughs> when I paid at the end, they put out like a little cat was holding a sign that said, Tim is the best. That <laughs> like, <laughs> it seemed like they already had that from something else. Like they had yeah. just like a Tim sign. Yeah, like that. The, there was like there's there there's a certain little traditions that only they know about. Like when the, you order this, that happens. They bring that's this awesome. Thing. It was An great internal logic. It was great. And and Jack, yeah, uh, I think his name was Masa. Uh, Jack knew him. He's the guy who owns the place or runs it, and he was a uh, very cool, cool guy. He was damn. Great. Oh, yeah. I should have just fucking went. You should have gone. COVID and all. You basically got the experience just by <laughs> with our, our audio illuminations. Yeah, but Tim, I didn't get to sip sip. No, you didn't oh, get to sip sip. Well, you didn't get the glug glug either. Mm. There's there's a little bit of a, I guess there's an addendum here that Tim Tim recorded in oh, the yeah. bathroom. Oh, yeah. This is good. This is good. This is like infinite jest. This would be like the footnote at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. And we've all read that. Hey, folks. Uh, this is Tim. I'm in the bathroom here um, at uh, Katana Kitten, and I just want to say, you know, uh, uh, go easy on Mike and Jack. You know, they mean well. Uh, look, I know they're not the coolest guys in the world, but uh, their heart's in the right place, okay? But thanks. I owe you one. <laughs> You, I do owe you one. Everyone listening, you, I you owe the the fans one, the listeners one. I'll do one favor for every one. listener. You know, <laughs> any listener that opens their hearts to Mike and Jack. This is um, crazy. <laughs> uh, but so we we had a blast, and then that was the end of the night for us because me and Mike we were drunk and we we were, we were, we're we like to posture like we're big party dudes, but it, you you put eight cocktails in us. We want to get in our little beds, and, yeah. and it was. It was very fun to see like uh, Masa and Jack. They were kind of feeling us out because these are New York guys, and they're kind of like, "If we want the night to keep going, we could, yeah. you know, like we've got some suggestions." And uh, Mike was like, "I'm out. I'm going to bed." <laughs> I, I know the the way like some of the stories Jack was telling was just like, so after my shift, I would go to this bar. I was like, after your shift, that's like a four o'clock in the morning, like, five o'clock in the, the morning. The shift, the shift is the end. Yeah. That's done. <laughs> yeah, he didn't um, stop, but it was super fun. It was fun in my overall, all these drinks were great, but then the overall thing was just, I, I, I liked the industry. I liked the, 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 the warm welcomes we got everywhere. And you, you see pulling favors to get Jack into the bar and, and giving us free food. I would say that the New York cocktail scene is, is going strong. It's, a, it's, it's a alive good, and well. There's nice yeah. camaraderie. And, and, and uh, if you can get in, get your ass in, man. Yeah. <laughs> if you can get in, get in good with these guys. Come in and know me better, man. <laughs> <laughs> is that the ghost of Christmas future from Pre present? Of present. present. From the Muppets Christmas Carol? That's right. I think. That's right. Wait, maybe past. He's the Wait, big, no, he's the big present. Guy. He's the no, middle. Present, he's the second one. Present. Mm -hmm. present. He's the giant. But yeah. what about Marley and Marley? <laughs> the best. Best movie. Best movie ever made. Um, real quick before we move on to the drink, have any of you guys worked in a restaurant? Tim, you have. Yep. Seven years. 
Yeah, I did uh, some uh, bussin' tables at a steakhouse. Now, see, I never did, although I did scoop ice cream at the chocolate, at the ice cream and chocolate factory. Ooh. But we didn't have like the sort of the storied nightlife that you hear about when you work in a restaurant. Oh, you didn't you know, at a like, chocolate factory? <laughs> no. Oh, can you believe Jeff it? was up all night and he, he put the fudges up his butt. <laughs> <laughs> um, but did you guys have those like, it was like, oh, we stayed till close and then we went out. Um, we, <laughs> we would we would drink at the bar at the place when it was closed out. Awesome. Uh, Here's what I would fun. do. I would... We had beers on tap. We'd have we'd have like Labatt and Yingling on tap. Which and I was all when I was young, I was like so excited to ha- get to have a beer after my shift that I would. This is insane, but this is a young man who wants to get drunk real fast. I would. I was a barbecue cook in the back room of a restaurant, mm-hmm. and it was so hot back there, and I'd be sweating for my whole shift, yeah. and I would purposely. The back purposely not drink water for a whole six hour shift so that my first <laughs> beer would get me drunker. Oh and my ooh, God, boy. But it was the best drinking experience ever. Like imagine a, taking a frosty mug out of the freezer and, and filling up with Labatt and taking the whole thing to the dome yeah. in like one huge gulp. A- every cell in your body just ready for any liquid you throw <laughs> yeah, at and it. It's like, it's allowing beer in places only water should be allowed to go. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't be here. You shouldn't be here down in the foot. <laughs> your eyeballs got some some beer floating around in them. Yep. Well, hey, that sounds great. And next time, uh, take your boy Jay, man. Will you know, you? I think, yeah, Jack is down for doing that again when you come into town. Hey, love it. He's also, uh, you know, if you see him in public and you're just some random Joe Schmo, go up to Jack and say, take me out for a whole night on the town every <laughs> night of the week. I'd love to. I'll drop whatever I'm doing. I'll do it. <laughs> what? Do you guys say we get into the drink of the day? I think it's about that time. Tim, I'd love that. This drink is entitled The Suffering Bastard. You've had? Had not had. Not had. You've heard? I've heard. I've heard, but only because it's funny. Right. It is. This is. I feel like this one at Tiki Bars, they like make sure to put prominently. It's like, oh my God. (laughs) I... They do that, and I, I had, haven't had it, but it almost rubbed me the wrong way. Suffering Bastard reminds me of Arrogant Bastard Beer, and I kind of like, yes, mm, that name's trying I, a little hard. Yeah. But there is logic. This, hey, we got a great story behind this drink. It's a nice, clear one, and, and thanks to Beach Bum Berry, the tiki guy, uh, we know we, he researched it, and, and now everybody knows. Like, well, well, who, who's, this, who's this Barry? You know Beach Bum Berry. He's a tiki historian. Who he'll like give presentations at Tales of the Cocktail in New Orleans, like a PowerPoint about a drink Ooh. and that type of, type of guy. And he's got you, books. So you vouch, Tim, you vouch for him? I would lay down my life for him. I would take Ooh. a bullet for him. I'd walk into traffic. A bullet for Barry. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> but let me tell you this: just the name, it makes it's a suffering bastard, folks. It's a hangover drink. That's why it's called that, oh. and that's why you always see it in the tiki mug. It's usually in a tiki mug with like a, the frowniest face they have and like a guy with his hands on his head because when you're a suffering bastard, you drink this drink. Right. Interesting. I thought it was like an Easter Island head, no? No, it's more like um, it's more like what I said. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, the, the well, picture just, on- Tim, I'll, Tim, I'll just go back 15 seconds. Bump it back on your phone 15 seconds and re-listen to what I said. You're going to love it. <laughs> the, the picture here on the IBA of the drink, it, it looks like he's holding his head on the, on yeah. the forehead there. 
Um, Yow. So, and it's, it's basically a, like a mule variation, and uh, the thinking that the ginger beer is yeah, a, lime. You know, the science behind this shit of hangover drinks doesn't really check out, but it's a nice idea. <laughs> but um, for, for the history here, this this is has some cool international intrigue. We're talking World War II, Egypt, Cairo at at the the Shepherd Hotel is is a fancy hotel in Cairo where kind of like the British army was fighting World War II. So they're in Egypt and all the officers hang out at the long bar at mm. the Shepherd Hotel. So it's kind of like a, I've heard it um, kind of likened to like a Casablanca vibe, you know, where it's like a war's going on and there's you, every, you see like a fancy guy with a fez and he's an important general and, and but he's drinking at this bar. All these important war guys are hanging at this bar. Ah, mm-hmm. Very cool. And at the bar is a very famous, one of the most famous bartenders of all time. This <gasps> little dude by the name Jack of- Jack Schramm? <laughs> this is like the Jack Schramm of his day. <laughs> in, in fact, his name is similar, Joe Shalom. <laughs> <laughs> Joe <laughs> Shalom. checks out. Yeah, Joe yeah. Shalom it's was like the original Jack Schramm. degrees Shram. removed. <laughs> um, it's spelled like Schialum. It's like the Italian way of saying Shalom. But this was a, a, a Jewish guy from Egypt who went to France and became a chemist. So he knows chemistry, but he decided like, mm. I actually, I got a big personality and I like talking to people. Mm. I'm going to put my chemistry uh, skills to work as a bartender. So he, Fun. Every, like he makes drinks for fucking Lawrence of Arabia. He makes drinks for Winston Churchill and wow. he chats them all up and everybody loves him because he's fun and he's funny and he's cool. And um, then during World War II, there's like the, the, the allies troops are like been hanging out a lot. And then one day they got to go fight the Nazis and the Axis powers, but all the, the British troops drink too much and they're hung over. So they're like literally the morning of a battle. The British officers are like, Hey Jack, not Jack, Joe. Hey, original <laughs> Jack. Joe, come out. We need something to bring to the front lines to like sober up our guys to fight. So he mm. made him a big batch of this cocktail that was his personal hangover drink he had come Ooh. up with. And they drink a bunch of uh, suffering bastards and they win the battle. And this is the, th- the guy has like a lot of stories like this. But then a funny kind of twist. There's There's ups and downs to it where like later on, him being friends with all these foreign dignitaries and ambassadors bit him in the ass because there was a coup in Egypt and uh, the new kind of regime in Egypt was like skeptical of Joe because he was friends with all these like outside forces. So then there was some kind of conflict at the Suez Canal, not Mm -hmm. the recent one when the boat got stuck (laughs) sideways in it. Does Billy Joel talk about that and we didn't start the fire trouble in the Suez? No, he says JFK, blown away. <laughs> what else do we have? To Wait, say? is that is for real? Is that the line "Trouble, trouble in the, in Suez? the Suez"? I thought it was "Trouble in the Sewers" when I heard that because I was such ah, a ninja turtle. Ninja, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, trouble yeah. in the sewers. There's too much green ooze. Ooh, <laughs> the Rat King. <laughs> <laughs> now that song would have been a lot cooler. Um, <laughs> well, I'm embarrassed that none of us know about the Suez Canal incident uh, in the mid 20th century. I'm sure all of our listeners know the intimate details. But what I do know is that then um, Egypt at that time, then they like thought that they maybe, beheaded him. Yeah, uh, close. They jailed him. Mm. And then they let him out of jail. But they 
fucking exiled him and his family. So he had Yikes. to, uh, Joe Shalom has to leave his b- beloved Cairo. Um, and here's what's cool. He's kind of floating around Europe for a little bit, being like, I'm the best bartender on earth, but I lost my job, work here, work there. And then guess who gets wind that Joe Shalom is available for hire? Schrammer. Um, oh, oh, uh, fucking, uh, well, Hearst? Oh, that type of a guy, but I'll give you a hint. Rockefeller. Imagine, imagine a Rockefeller or a Hearst, Carnegie? but then imagine that their great-granddaughter is more promiscuous. Oh, Hilton. No, Conrad Hilton himself. Conrad Hilton says... This guy is all over the place on this podcast. I would not expect Conrad <laughs> Hilton to be so... This is the Hilton cast. Conrad, come on the pod. Defend yourself, man. <laughs> uh, Paris, if you can behave yourself, you're allowed on here, too. <laughs> Keep it in your pants for one night. Um, no, Conrad Hilton says, guys, the best bartender in the world is a free agent. Uh, let's hire him. And he hires him, and he brings him to... The fucking brand new Hilton in San Juan that we just talked about. The wow. one for the yellow bird? The, 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 the Caribe Hotel where they invented the uh, pina colada. Uh-huh. Oh. They hire um, Joe Shalom. Joe works there. It goes great. Conrad loves him and says, Every time I open a Hilton hotel um, abroad, I'm going to send you around to design the cocktail menu and get the bar off the ground. Wow. So e- everywhere that Joe goes, he puts the suffering bastard on the menu. So it's not even one of these drinks where it had to be word of mouth or it had to take off by people liking it. Like he traveled the world, he put it everywhere. And then like people mimicked it. Trader Vic came up with a fake bad recipe and and put it on his menu and other people have mimicked it, but it's basically this unique to Hilton hotels. That's pretty cool. uh, and it's a hangover cure to this day. And you want to hear what is in the yeah, IBA Tim, I got to know recipe. more. <laughs> yeah. Nice, easy recipe. You can remember it when you're hungover. One ounce of cognac or brandy. Brandy, same thing because it's like a champagne tequila type of thing where brandy made in cognac is cognac. Uh-huh. One ounce of gin, half an ounce of fresh lime juice, two dashes of Angostura bitters, top up with ginger beer. So you're going to pour all the ingredients into a cocktail shaker except the ginger beer, shake mm-hmm. well with ice, pour unstrained into a Collins glass. Oh, okay. So the, the ice that's in there can go along with it. You're using oh, the, the ice comes in. Okay. Yeah. You're not discarding the cubes. Put it in a, <laughs> in, 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 yeah, in a bastard mug if you have one of those uh, crying, cringy bastard guys. All I got is this pickle jar. Perfect. <laughs> If you don't have one, I, I think you're supposed to use a Collins glass or a, like a highball. Uh, and then you top it up the rest of the way with your ginger beer. You garnish with mint sprigs. And optionally, if you got an orange slice, you can throw that on there as well. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you know, it's August. <laughs> it's that august time. I, w- I was going to say it's the holidays. I can't believe I was so f- far off on that, but... These days, they kind of start selling the holiday decorations so I know. Early. I, bu- I got bought a full uh, a Santa suit already. <laughs> Yo, you bought it. Yeah. You, you probably got a good deal. <laughs> I went on Amazon deal. and I ordered it already. I ordered it. I don't need it. <laughs> well, guys, what do you say? You want to get into it? Let's do it. Yahoo! Folks, we'll be right back.
we're back with suffering bastards in hand. Ooh, all right. Let's see him. Mm. Put him up. Oh, Tim got the mug. Jeff, you got a mug too. You got a Oh yeah. That? I got a I got a Mandalorian <gasps> tiki mug. Ooh. Oh, and he looks kind of the Mandalorian is kind of grimacy. That's kind of good, man. Yeah, that is good. I, I picked out my frowniest tiki mug, but it's he's still yeah. the, not the correct guy. Oh yeah, he's suffering. Look he looks him. like like uh, scary. I think that's Maui. Hmm. Ooh. Oh, Michael, what do you got? I I just got this uh, glass mug. Ooh, it looks good though. That looks nice. Yes, yeah, my Big, thick glass mug. I had some confusion here that uh, tiki confusion. Tiki confusion. <laughs> A certain tiki confusion <laughs> was that uh, the they say you know anytime they say top with ginger beer. I'm like, that's such a variable based on how much ice I have and how big my mm. glass is. This tiki mug is not very big. So when I poured just my shaken stuff into it, it filled it to the brim. Oh, really? And there was oh, no wow. there was no room for ginger ale. So I went in with a fork and pulled some ice cubes out. <laughs> and and I and I gave myself about an inch of room for the for the ginger ale, but I can tell you guys have bigger mugs than me, so you're gonna have more ginger ale. Yeah. Yeah, I had the opposite problem where like I used a full tray of ice in my shaker, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know. I think this might be like a thirty ounce or maybe a twenty five ounce guy, and it was it only went like two thirds of the way up. And I was like, "Well, okay. I'm not going to like put mostly ginger beer in this thing, right. so this is a little bit light." I put maybe three four ounces of Bundaberg. I think oh Bundaberg. <laughs> I had Fentimans. I had um, uh, I think it's called Jamaican Choice. Very nice. I don't know. I think uh, four ounces is good. I saw some cocktail people on youtube saying four ounces iba didn't give a, a list but you know as a hangover cure i prefer a weaker drink like i make my bloody marys with like half a shot i don't think you want to yeah. get drunk the day after you just kind of want right. to ease the the nausea but i see you, you got the cement there t that's nice to see oh yeah look at that nice big fast sprig i i got i got some mint in there and i even got an orange because i'm so tickled Ooh. when the, the when the juice that's in the cocktail is not the garnish they throw you a side bo- uh, they they throw you a, a curveball oh, yeah because normally it's, it's hinting at you know the juice that you just used but mm-hmm. <laughs> the juice you use that's nice uh so let us sip now, let me ask, are you going to sip with your straw from the bottom? Or are you going to sip the ginger up top? Or are you going to make... I'm going to stir mine. Yeah, stir, stir it up. Stir it up. Little booze booze. Hmm. Oh, fuck. That's good. Oh, baby. Damn. It's a hit. It's spicy, spicy, oh, so nicey. Mm. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> uh, Mike, bud, uh, you got something you want to talk about? Not really. <laughs> Don't want to talk about this at all. I'm done. <laughs> uh, let me, I, gotta, I think I got to, uh, let me give it a little stir. You guys, chat. Angostura bitters, is that what yeah. I mean? I think, honestly, I think that's where you get Wait a little a minute, bit I didn't of even the put the bitters in. Hey! You dolt! This guy's a mess. Uh, what if he puts two dashes of bitters, comes back and loves it? It's funny that, you know, the garnish doesn't stay the garnish for very long. Mm. For me, anyway. It becomes the food. I'm pinching that thing and slamming it in the drink. (laughs) Um, Well, I'll tell you a little hint about my garnish. You see this mint sprig that you were gawking at? Yes. It's fucking fake! (laughs) Oh, no, Tim, how could you? Yeah, it's a piece of plastic that I pulled off a fake plant because I wanted to pose for the selfie with a little sprig in there. But I didn't have... I've thrown it out too many mint trees, and I didn't want to buy one this time just for the smell. I mean, 
Tim, I'm on record as saying I do not like having bushes in my fridge. <laughs> I want my bushes down the front of my underwear. Mm-hmm. I'm back into... What did I miss? Have you guys seen... <laughs> Is that a Hamilton, song? Hamilton. Hamilton. Oh. Yes. It's when no. Thomas Jefferson comes back from a Francais. No, I think it's more like, miss? not for me. Are you sure you're not thinking of, my name is Alexander Hamilton? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you are thinking. How does a bastard, an orphan, oh, a ba- hey, all right. Hey, a suffering bastard. Yeah, he's oh, a suffering yeah. bastard himself. Who knew that this drink was going to be all about Alexander mm. Hamilton? Well, oh boy. Duddy, you love a mule. Yeah. And I heard somebody say that this, because we've had brandy before on the pod and we said it tastes very similar to bourbon. It's made with grapes, but because it's put in the barrels, it's very <laughs> bourbon-esque. And, it's, and it's, it's woody. It's a Toy Story drink because it's woody and it gives you a buzz. Woody, woody and it gives you a buzz. <laughs> I, um, well, I'll tell you what. I went for, uh, I, I made a little bit of a leap and I went for the Cavassier. Yes, cool. the ladies' man himself. <laughs> a little cognac. You know, it's funny. I went into the liquor store. I bought myself a little uh, Hennessy cognac. And then I was like, wait a minute. It wasn't cognac. It was brandy. So I went. I was like, I need a brandy. Sorry. And then I seeing the, the ingredients here. It was cognac all the whole time. All or the while. Or brandy. Now, see, uh, when I went to Albertson's, mm-hmm. all of that. Uh, wait, wait, what did you say it was? The cognac? Hennessy? Hennessy? Now, that's the one that the rappers... Henny. They love it. Cardi likes it, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, and it was, it was uh, you know, it's the that's the big one. It's behind the glass. Yep. And I don't, I don't fuck with that. You can get a cheaper one, because remember we learned there's like VSP and VSOP and very special other people's pussy? Mm-hmm. There's different <laughs> levels of it. I think you can get a cheap one without a key. I got a VSP, I think. E and J, I'm looking at the, I think it's an off-brand. <laughs> Oh, I, I know, I know that brand. Off brand brandy. Either Off either brandy. way, I'm I'm liking in this mix. I heard somebody because I think that a a bourbon and and ginger beer I think is like a horse neck, and a gimlet is gin and lime. So this is one another one of these cocktails where it's like two cocktails smashed ah. together. But Wait, what, am, what was the horse's neck? I want to say it's bourbon and ginger beer. Ginger beer. That's a funny name for a. As opposed to just a gin mule, I do. I'm, I think the brandy Jay is warming this up most more than most mules, and I'm liking it. Mm. Yeah, it's it's a uh, warm and spicy. And uh, also nicey. Also <laughs> nicey. The bitters. Um, too. It really does. It feels. You know, it's not like Trinidad sour level, but this does feel like. Oh, am I at the Tonga room? Yeah, mm. there's a lot going on, and and I get it as a hangover thing, even though there's a little hocus pocus to hangover cures. Um, this tastes medicinal because of the ginger and the bitters. Ginger and the bitters. Yeah, it's a cool. I'll cool say, yeah, thing. I'm getting as it's like melting down. I'm getting a little more of like, oh, there's the lime and there's the. I'm not really tasting the gin at all. Yeah, the gin is hiding. That's one of the things I like about gin is that it's such a distinct tasting spirit, but then you, it disappears into a cocktail. It just makes it kind of elegant. Mm. Um. You know, you know how I feel about ginger beer. I don't like it. And We've heard. I'm getting a lot of ginger beer here. So let's see. You don't have to be a math fucking wizard to get this one. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm not a math wizard. I'm a lady. So you put too much of something you don't like in a drink, and now you don't like you it. You filled up a huge beer mug with like eight ounces of ginger beer, you dolt! I put so much ice in this thing, there was no room for ginger beer left. 
Okay. They should do that at a bar when Tim, I believe them. You say, hey, hey, bartender, I'll have a cocktail. And they go, room for ginger beer? You know, like if the Reese is like room for cream? Hmm? <laughs> Ooh, I went right through that one. If they say to me, room for ginger beer? I say, uh, yeah, room for me to leave right now. Mike. No tip. Hey, since these are hangover <laughs> cures and we're not hungover, do you think this will kind of pay it forward and it'll work? <laughs> it'll cross out some future hangovers? Yeah. I think tomorrow we'll be just, you know, jumping, leaping out of bed. <laughs> hey, I'm awake this morning. I'm having an I've egg. got a reverse hangover. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have some toast and an egg and take a walk around the block. <laughs> do you guys have a... In, well, in general, do you guys consider yourselves to be guys who get bad hangovers, or are you one of the guys who are like, don't get bad hangovers? Never used to. And then you hit the big 3-0, and you start yeah. getting them. I get some hangovers, yeah. I, uh, do you have... You know what, you know what is a... Uh, not a surefire, not every time, but a lot of times, I'll do a plop, plop, fizz, fizz, uh, Alka-Seltzer. Yeah. Alka-Seltzer, yeah. I should say. And I feel much better. I don't oh, know what it is. Oh, shit. Duddy, do you That's have a the hangover classic. Um, You know what I started doing? Uh, well, I, I've tried a, a handful of methods. Red Gatorade, like before mm. bed. Oh, you know, yeah. just like making sure you get a bunch of like uh, electrolytes. electrolytes. Um, but that might be just gimmickry. <laughs> and then um, there was another one that was called like Never Too Hungover or something. And they look like little five hour energies or something. Oh, or no. No. yeah. One, the, I think it's called Magic Bullet. Is, yes, is uh, is another one, and I don't know. I feel like those have like done me okay. Yeah, I've used um, some of that stuff. But I would love to see um, a shootout. Mm. Maybe we should be the guys to do that and be, and and kind of test them all and see like yeah. what works and lay our lives on the line. Get alcohol poisoning. <laughs> I I like uh, I kind of use a lot of those, and then I do, and yeah. You never really know. You don't have a control group, and getting drunk is different every time. Yeah, I feel like late, I haven't really been get drinking too. I I feel like in the last couple of years I maybe drink more often, but it's only two drinks. But um, what I do like is just getting drunk earlier and not waking up with a hangover. Get having the hangover hit my body while I'm asleep. Yes, mm. and then waking up fresh as a daisy, <laughs> ready for <laughs> leaping out of bed. Your egg and toast and a walk around the block. There was a while when I got, you know, maybe five, six years ago, I got really into Bloody Marys and I had all the good stuff in my house. I Good stuff. Mike, I remember being out at bars multiple weeks in a row around this time and like ordering that last drink of the night thinking, oh, like, and then I'll get to have a bloody, I'll be hungover, so I'll need a Bloody Mary tomorrow morning. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like intentionally. You're like, look, Jessica, I'm tricking my uh, hangover. yeah, and she's like, yep, that's great, honey, perfect, yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're, you're great to be around with the hangovers in the morning. <laughs> Get no, me my okay. Sunday funnies! <laughs> um, I think the, the worst thing about Get hangovers... Get me my blondie! Blondie! <laughs> <laughs> uh, a bad hangover now when I'm older is way more just like, it'll fuck with my equilibrium. Like, mm. If I wake up to pee at six in the morning and I'm oh, yeah. really hungover... I'll be like, oh my god! Like, like you're I'm on a, holding on to the, the wall. It's that's like uh, it's just something that they never used to get that bad you when I was vertigo. younger. Because I would wake up hungover in college and be like, oh, eight a.m. I'm hurting, and then by ten a.m. you're okay. Yeah, or lunch. No, it'll last the whole like through the day. I mean, I do kind of delight in being like spending a Sunday where it's like 
I guess I have to order breakfast burritos, and then I guess I, I got to lay around and watch HBO all day. I guess I gotta. Ooh, HBO Max. Stop it. Um, the the hangover, I feel like when I'm hungover, I'm a different type of like... Uh, like uh, I, I like hold like very calm conversations, but it's a, I make myself laugh more in that state. <laughs> oh yeah, like, you're like a little punch drunk. I think I'm being kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm not yeah. like I always laugh at my own joke, like uh, just laugh at whatever I'm saying. But if I'm like hungover and tired, I'm just kind of like I don't know. I think saying funny things, but not laughing at them. Every, every little thing makes you sort of chuckle a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind spending time with a Hanford who is calm and funny as opposed to the, <laughs> the usual inverse. <laughs> when, I, when I listen back to these uh, episodes, I am just a chuckle happy little guy. I, I got to cut that shit out. You're a chuckle fucker. It's your uh, brand, dude. No, well, it sucks. That brand sucks. <laughs> Even right now. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. We like it because you're that giving me and Jeff polite laughs. I'm just a polite guy. Hey, every laugh I have is 100% authentic J-Man, guaranteed. <laughs> I'm going to hold you that. Um, Hey, oh, I was just thinking, hangover. Hangover movies. Mm. Yes. Remember? We saw Hangover 1 opening night in the Dome. The Dome. That was so Not fun. Not me, man. No. I, I, I was late to the Hangover, but keep going. You're probably well, hungover. That's funny to be late to because it also feels like it's a movie that didn't <laughs> didn't age well and you, you grow away from it quite fast. It's kind of a bro fest. But talk, seeing a comedy in a big thousand person uh, theater on opening night is the best. That, that was one of those moments that like we were we're hip ass comedy dudes so we knew Galifianakis back from late world right. and stuff and comedians with comedy and all that but hearing like america see a breakout yeah. like performance in the moment kind of like will ferrell in old school you know where it's mm -hmm. like mm. this same, guy is uh, stealing this movie same dynamic by the way same director same direct of of like oh you know zach was the will character mm -hmm. You know the trio, the the the, the roles are the same. You the, could, the wolf pack, the wolf pack. Hey, we're kind of a wolf pack, wouldn't you say? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 uh, I, I didn't like the Hangover. I, I think um, I, it was definitely overhyped by the time I saw it, and I, I watched the whole movie with my arms folded. And yeah, Zach is good in it, but other than that, barely smiled. Mm. You know what? I wish, I wish uh, when I saw Barb and Star, I wish that had been in theaters because that would have been such a fun yeah, man. Oh, group, yeah. group watch because that was some real laughs. I, I, I remember when Bridesmaids came out and people were like, mm. oh, it's like The Hangover. And I saw it and I was like, Bridesmaids is way better yes. than The Hangover. And hey, Melissa I, McCarthy is the Galifianakis. <laughs> yep. I've told, I think I've told this how I've seen, uh, how I went to see uh, Bridesmaids. Have I said this mm. on the podcast? If I have? No. No. I saw it. I was like Jeff with The Hangover. I was a little late to the game. And I went with, when was it? It was like an 11 o'clock in the morning screening. And we're walking in and I'm looking around. I'm like, hey, why there's a lot, there's like a lot of uh, baby strollers here. What's going on? Oh. And we get in there and it's what was, the theater was calling a mommy and me movie. Mm. And it was, the, uh, we were watching uh, Bridesmaids with a bunch <laughs> of, with a bunch of kids, uh, babies, like yep. kind of crying and. <laughs> The, the lights weren't down all the way. Uh, there was a guy behind us just pacing the probably the entire two hours. And uh, at the end of the movie, no credits. The lights came up. <laughs> it's time to go. Man, I want to. I'm going to write a movie that's like kind of playing to the mommy and me 
set and mm. sort of like every once in a while a character is going to kind of shake a rattle for 20 minutes and then <laughs> the kids will love it. Mom's happy because the kid's happy. <laughs> now, he's a rattle CEO and guess what? He's a hunk. So the moms are happy and the kids oh, are happy. Yeah. Yes, it's not Boss Baby. It's Rattle CEO. <laughs> rattle CEO. <laughs> now, did they even turn the lights down all the way during the movie? Not all the way, no. Oh, so you get a little bit of moonlight glow. Right, right. So I could see my popcorn easily. I wasn't dumping it down the front of my shirt like I usually am. <laughs> yeah. Well, I see you a lot of the time. You're watching the movie, and then your hand will just miss the bag entirely. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, now I, I look down at my popcorn, and I get my course correct. And then, But something is exciting happening on the screen, so you look up, and then again, the hand misses yeah, it. Yeah, And if it's a really fun movie, and I don't want to look away, I'm down. Now I'm in my neighbor's uh, Reese's. Yo, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm in my neighbor's junior mints. <laughs> okay, I, that's how good this movie is. I'm in my neighbor's junior mints. I'm in my next door neighbor's jujubes. Yo. <laughs> I got snow caps in my mouth that I didn't pay for. <laughs> I'm in my nearby... Brethren? Seatmates goober bo- box. <laughs> goober bots? I, box. Goober box. I, you know, I could have said, hey, my hand's in snow-capped city. <laughs> I got my digits so so deep into my neighbor's uh, diet Sprite. <laughs> That's how good this movie is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm picking in, up the Into cubes. the plastic lid, into yeah. the drink. Have you guys ever done the, the thing from the movie Diner where you, you put a little, your dick in a little hole in the bottom of the popcorn? <laughs> yeah, just to pee, though. <laughs> yep yep i do that oh boy just to pee in the bathroom well guys how do we feel about round segundo let's do it see you soon and we're back with our final thoughts on the suffering bastard um but I mean, everyone's waiting to hear Mike rip this a new asshole. So I'll just go first and say, mm-hmm. I love it. I think it's delicious. Will I make it uh, when I have a hangover? Maybe if I have some brandy in the house, maybe I would. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I like it a lot. And I think it's an easy tiki. Like it, I was saying the other tiki. week about, um, about the Singapore sling. Like, hey, you got... Pineapple juice and gin. You can throw some extra crap in there and you got an easy tiki. Same deal mm. with half Cavassier, half Tangeray. Mm. And oh, um, Tangeray, Jefferson. And then, uh, you know, ginger beer. It's, I guess it's not stuff you just have around, but we have it around because we have a fun podcast. <laughs> yeah, if you have a cocktail <laughs> podcast, you got brandy laying around. But I'll say, you, you mentioned easy tiki. The official easy tiki of this podcast. Yes. For everyone listening, you should know this by now. Multiple rums, lime, and one other ingredient of your choosing, and you pretty much have a tiki drink. Could it be mm. pineapple juice? Yes, Michael, yes. Perfect. Mm. <laughs> I, I'm a lime freak. I'm an ice freak. This drink hits the spot. I love ginger beer. I love mules. Yeah. I love, uh, you know, I don't like having mint in my fridge, but I like it in the, I like it in the cocktail. It's fine in the drink. It's not Are, so good in the fridge. <laughs> Is there like a... Like a you know, I get, I get this, um, 
lime extract stuff that just comes in the bottle. Do they have something yeah. like that with mint? That would be a good one. Ooh. Oh, I think I think they do. Add a little liquid mint. That would be nice. But in this case, it's a garnish. So what would you just float it on top? I think you can get like mint paste in a little jar, but it wouldn't be. Yeah. Here's what you do. Uh, uh, take a little huff of Colgate before you take a sip and you pretty much. Yeah, put in some Listerine. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. Why don't you have to get yourself a little Crest Total White? <laughs> All right. I'm going to see if they have this liquid mint I'm talking about. Yeah, why don't you get yourself some Paul Mall menthols and crumble <laughs> some of those in that drink? Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. Let's calm down. Can I do one more? Sure. Do you have one more? Junior or Mint. Or are we going to have to wait for you to think of one? Junior <laughs> Mint would have worked for the movie theater joke and Junior this Mint. I got my hand so far down my neighbor's Junior Mint. That's how good this <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Jeff, how can good we, this movie can was. Can you dub that one back into the yeah. other bit? Okay. Oh, that one's. <laughs> Didn't we do Junior but, Mint? I thought we did. I hope huh. so. I mean, I you know that uh, Jerry and Kramer did Junior Mint. Jesus yeah. Christ. All right, Mike, stop stringing us along. Well, dress, I'm going to dress I'm this a, drink down. I'm a fair guy, right? Pretty yeah. fair. Yeah. 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 You're like I King Solomon. I see both sides of things. <laughs> I make my decision. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have not had a great time with this drink. I'm going to give it one last sip. This can is, we watch? You can watch me for sure. Okay, he's, the, the straw is meeting his lips. His cheeks are... Uh, have gone concave. His eyes are blank. <laughs> that was three big sips. Yeah, yeah. Certainly one of them must have been good. I will never order this drink again. <laughs> oh, no, Michael. You break my heart. Mike. This is too ginger beery. Not worth it with the gin, cognac, and not worth whatever it. Else, the hell else was in it. Lime. lime? Oh, oh, wow. Let's put lime in a drink and make it special. Yeah, guess what? <laughs> every fucking drink, every other drink we do has lime in it, okay? Mike. So, yeah, that's why I like every other drink. This is ruthless. Mike, this so is, you mean to tell me if, if, if I go to New York and we're out on the town and we go to a professional, uh-huh. you're not going to try a suffering bastard with your boy? I'll try. If he wants to, he or she wants to give me a little, little sidecar of it, I'll try it. <laughs> okay, okay. Hey, it's <laughs> nice to if know. It, hey, if it would make their day, sure, I'll give it a whirl. Okay. Mike, okay. you must like it more than the mule, right? That was just... The Moscow Mule was vodka, lime, ginger right. beer. You must like the brandy more. I like this better than the mule, but I don't yeah. like mules. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Jesus, this fucking guy. <laughs> hey, maybe you would like Trader Vic's take on the Suffering Bastard, which is two rums and lime and orgeat. It's kind of like a fucking Mai Tai, dude. That sounds Damn. good to me. This, what I'm, uh, the half of glass I have here is disgusting. Disgusting. You're gonna use the word disgusting. <laughs> no, now I'm just now I'm just trolling. Uh, oh. This drink is not for me. Okay. Okay. Shit. That's a nice way of putting it. But uh, before we wrap this thing up, I want to ask you guys if you were uh, interested in doing a little bit of a quiz. <gasps> oh, Mike, yes. how could you? That's right. It is time for the bastard quiz. That's fun. This is fun. This is fun. <laughs> These are questions. I'm gonna on my little piece of paper here. I'm writing a, a J, and a T. What are those for? Yeah. What is that? That's, that's the scoreboard. Yeah, but what do the letters stand for? Like Jonathan Taylor. The letters stand for Jeff and Tim. Oh, okay. I thought it was Jordan and Tim because Jordan's my middle name. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're, is your middle name going to be playing? And Jeff, you don't want to play? I'm going to go no, by I, my first I, name. I do. Timothy. I do. Jeff wants to play. Okay. Great. Here we go. This is the bastard quiz. Who did Fat Bastard want in his belly? Mini-Me. Oh, fuck. 
That is Tim gets the mini me on gets that one. Get within my stomach. <laughs> Small guy. Here we go. <laughs> he was the mission leader of the Inglorious Bastards. Brad Pitt. Ah? Uh, 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 Aldo fucking, uh, fucking, oh. Aldo Carabini. I will give it to Jeff. Aldo Rain. Be- yeah, Aldo, Aldo Rain. Rain. Now I'll really give it go. to Jeff. Come on. Did you Google that? Jeff, no, are you Googling man. over there? Don't I Googled Google. it in my I Googled in my in my brain, in my <laughs> Googling, medulla. Googling. Everyone's Googling everything these days. Okay. Lieutenant Aldo Rain. How about that shit? Did you just Google that? No, it's off the dome, dude. I'm Aldo Google Rain. you in a second. Now there's some there's some theories that uh that Brad Pitt's character in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was Aldo Rain's son. Yes, oh. and those theories are it's kind of stupid, okay? <laughs> um, and then, uh, hey, our, our little buddy uh, Paul Russ said that Lieutenant Aldo Rain, when they weren't shooting, made them pancakes. Jeff, you just you just got two points because that was the next question. Oh, Okay, okay, but can I cross those two points off because I recently brought it up to Paul. <laughs> Didn't Brad Pitt <laughs> yeah. make you pancakes? And he's like, no. And I was like, no. Oh! I was telling everyone that Brad Pitt made pancakes. Wow, I don't know what to do here because I'll give Jeff one because guessing my next question is something. That's no, Mike. That's something. That is yeah. something. So you, you get one point, not two, because well, well, it's what wrong. do I get for being a fact checker whistleblower? You get you get a you get a side point. You can use Great. that if you want for this or Great. I'm not going to use it, but thank sure. You. And look, if anybody out there wants to fact check uh, Tim's if fact check Tim's fact check. <laughs> Then that's welcome too, I, I, mm-hmm. I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. I'm yeah. an open book. All right, Jeff, get that uh, clip ready that I got for you. Okay, great. Do, have you, do you have it? It's prepared. Okay. Who do we hear here? ODB. Mm hmm. The Osiris. I should have known that. ODB, Old Dirty Bastard, Wu Tang Clan. Can can I get a side point for saying that Wu Tang Clan? They're not exactly something you're going to want to go ahead and fuck with. No, no, I'm not going to give you that side point because that's not your original idea. You got that from their song. True. Okay. Fair. Um, uh, Another another uh, another question here. What was Old Dirty Bastard's uh, religious nickname? Mm. Old Dirty Priest guy. Nope. Um, I don't know, young, clean <laughs> deity. Religious nickname. He he started calling himself this, I think, I forget when, but. Uh, uh, Reverend Bastard? Brother. <gasps> Brother Dirty. Nope. I'll give you the, I'll give you the initials. BBJ. Big Baby Jesus. That's right. Oh! Big Baby Jesus. He called himself that. I'm not sure why. I uh, I was listening to, uh, you know that album that he did? It was like uh, the picture of his, his like uh, food stamps ID uh-huh. is the cover. Mm-hmm. That is a really great album. He is. Yeah, uh, you, you you sent it to me one Sunday morning. You were like, you ever listen to this shit? It was, I was like, no, it's not so really. It's <laughs> so funny. And he's like, just like wild. Like It's, in, it's, it's like, great. it's very fun. It's, it's really fun. He's a. Uh, there's like uh, there's a Wu Tang song or something where there's a sample and Method Man is talking about like who's in the group and he's like this older bastard because there's no father to his style and because it, it is really like he's so 
unique. He's unhinged. Like, he's he, unhinged. He, he's singing sometimes, and he's just having fun. Truly a, a wild, uh, loose cannon in a, in a very fun, entertaining way. Yes. Okay. Fat bastard farts in the movie Austin <laughs> Powers' Gold Member. What uh -huh. does he compare the smell to? Oh, I don't know Goldmember as much as I know International Man of Mystery and The Spy Who Shagged Me. Yeah, who does? He has a little um, run here. It's one of those hey, like... Uh, show me the man who does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He has a little run and it's probably one of those things where uh, Mike Myers was just doing some funny riffs and oh, they kept oh, a couple. Riffs. Yeah, it's like a very Will Ferrell-esque like, oh, it smells like yep, uh, yep. Loki's boot. Oh, uh, okay. I'm going to say, uh, oh, I'm going to say like then like... Um, uh, uh, goose eggs and Limburger cheese. No, it smells it's... like a uh, old diaper. No, that's angry. No, that's right? angry like man. Indian food. Yeah, uh, right. it smells like Lucifer's cock. I'll give you. I'll give you one. Maybe it'll it'll spark something. Zeus's uh, it, beard. It's <laughs> it and smells Dumbledore's like balls. When <laughs> When uh, uh, everyone in the apartment building is uh, is making dinner and you, it's all those smells together, uh, smells mixed with puke or something like that. <laughs> Wait, what? That's, Wait, that's, I know, that's one of them. Huh. All right. Well, that's a scratch. What was, what was the answer? I don't know. There was a bunch of them and you didn't get any of them. Well, I want to hear the other ones. Well, I got now I got to watch the YouTube clip. Hold no, on. no, 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 no. Okay. No, uh, don't worry about it. Good. Look it up, folks. Just look up, look up, fat bastard, fart, and you'll you'll see what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, Myers had himself a fun run. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Goldmember opens with the opening credit sequence <laughs> so for Austin Pussy, the movie about Austin Powers' life. Who Tom plays? Cruise. Oh, yes, oh, damn Jimmy. It. God damn it! Stealth attack. Woo. I was like, is it going to be Spacey? Is it going to be Cruise? And Tim, you sneaked it. Who directed it? Think, uh, his his. Um, uh, who directs it? Mm -hmm. who, you mean the uh, actual movie or the thing? Spielberg. The thing. Spielberg, yep. Oh, God damn it, of course. Okay, that wasn't a real question. Here we go. That was a side point, at least. <laughs> All right, I'll give you a side. You had two side points floating here, Tim. You yeah, but I, I'm not going to use the first one. Wash that one away. I have one side point that I can use. Okay, because it's four to two right now. Yeah, but we still haven't discussed the exchange rate of side points. Okay, we'll do that. Side points are two normal points. <laughs> <laughs> what here we go what unsavory snack does the titular character in gold member eat gold nope uh hair golden grams not hair Pub pubic hair no fucking god damn it nah. it is a body it is it does come off his body skin that's right it is skin god damn it he, and sometimes he keeps them in a little uh chest Okay. okay, okay. Here is the last question. What was the name of the host in the reboot for the Gong Show? Oh, oh, oh boy. Shit. I know oh this God. one. Dave Ferguson wrote for this <laughs> show. Yeah, he did. Mm -hmm. um, it's a Mike Myers character. Yeah, it is. Oh, this is going to kill me because I... <laughs> it's like a British... He's a... He's like yeah, a lot Welsh of people guy. didn't know. Uh, I'm so, I'm so, yeah, maybe, maybe it wasn't British. But or yeah, my, I mean, but yeah. I told my little sister and she didn't know and it was airing. So they did a very good job of yeah, keeping he, it under wraps. Well, this was you a, wouldn't expect him to do something like that, too. This was a weird, also, Gong Show was like one of those summer 
like network replacement shows over the summer. Yeah, ga- game show, whatever. But I read the block. thing. Here's, here's, I'll tell you what. I, I submitted for the show. I wrote a packet and didn't get the job. Sheesh. Jeez, um, Ferguson couldn't get you a job? Even with your boy Ferguson at the helm? Damn. I, I think I wrote the packet pre-Ferg, and then maybe he ended up being the only writer. And that's, uh, that's a good choice by, by them. But the name is, okay, I got the first name, but I don't want to say it because it'll tip Jeff off. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a very British-sounding name. It's like Aldous um, <laughs> or something. Tommy Chesterfield. Ah, uh, not Chesterfield. Tommy, Tommy is correct. Tommy Havishaw. Don't. Oh, no. I, I can give you what it begins with. Tommy Westminster. Blonick. Tommy. It begin, the last name begins with an M. Um, Maitland. Maitland. Yes, that's right, Jefferson. Maitland. Ooh. All right. That wraps up the bastard quiz. Jeff has five. Tim has three with one floating point and one that he does not want to use. I, okay, <laughs> the, the 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 floating point that I yeah. can use, I'm not going to use that. But okay, can okay. I unearth from the crypt the old point that I <laughs> wait? Said Do you I want was, to? It's going to take it's going to take a gonna lot t- out of me. It's going to take some doing, but <laughs> I would love I would love to bring it back from the crypt. All right, so you got. <laughs> Oh, the, yeah, oh, folks at home, the the veins in his forehead are just bulging. Oh, and he's saying the it, sacred spell. It's taking everything he's got. He's speaking in tongues and it's working. The incantation, it's working. There it is. It came up. Oh, the point. We see it. The point. In all its glory. The final score is Jeff 5, Tim 4. <laughs> <laughs> worth it on my end I'm, pr- I'm proud that I used the voice the way that oh. felt right Whew. okay well that's that's the final score of the bastard quiz Mike you're gonna need to get yourself a red Gatorade yeah, and Mike, walk up I hate to break you but I think you blew your ass out a little bit there. <laughs> I know a, I did you blew an o-ring there dude <laughs> well good thing the cleaner comes tomorrow Whoo! congrats Jeff Hey, Tim. Thanks, man. You got it. That's what I'd like to see. That's our show. Follow us on social media at The Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon, where subscribers can unlock The Sloppy Boys Blowout, our weekly bonus episode. That's patreon.com slash The Sloppy Boys. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. <laughs> I was like, what's he going to say? He's about to say something. No. No, I'm on it's the record voluntary. saying, ah, Convulsion. And to repay the favor to you, Tim, God bless you. Thank you. Oh.